Greetings and welcome back to the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I'm thanking you for coming through, catching these vibes, and being enlightened through literature. Bro, I'm still reeling from Monday's episode. Do you hear me? If you listened in this past Monday, um, then you know where I'm coming with this. That was an episode that I really don't even have the words for it, man. Like, that was such a powerful episode. It was so organic. It was so transparent, and it was so needed. You know, um, shout out to Yaya. Shout out to Britt, Jerry, Keisha. Appreciate each and every one of y'all for coming through with the vibes like that last episode. Man, get ready for it. Talk about repositioning yourself, TD Jakes great episode please go back and listen to it if you ain't listen to nothing else go listen to something else but go back and listen to that episode that was that was different (laughs) and i know i say it often each episode is different but that one hit so treat yourself now yes 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 yet another td jakes book I know you're thinking, dang, this, how many does he have? A couple more, and then we'll be done. Um, and I, I feel, I figure I might as well just keep pushing through them and give them to you at one time. Call it a series, if you will. It's, this is just a segment that we're in. And, of course, we've, had, we've read a couple other books. So, yeah, we're going to deviate in due time. But this particular book... First of all, of course, if you don't know, Bishop Jakes is an American bishop, author, and filmmaker. His church is the Potter's House out in Texas. His sermons and evangelistic services are broadcast on the Potter's Touch. So, yeah, this book um, we mentioned on that prior episode, um, I I won this book. I, it was a look at a draw from Yaya's book page, Book Inspiring Lives. And like I said, it was a, I got it at a time where I recently had to, you know, transition into this life without my mom. And it it was a shaky time for sure, but the book came at such an opportune time. It's not a, it's not a lengthy book at all. Um, I read it probably in like a day, but it definitely gave some gems to be, you know, reassured that everything happens for a purpose. Everything happens in God's time and how God wants it to be. And it's not your job to figure it out. It's your job to live it and believe in what God is doing. And this is really a a, a piggyback off of crushing. Like it talks about that crushing and fermentation period when you got to press on. When even when things look bleak and then look at a standstill, you you gotta press on. Can't stay where you at. Being still and doing nothing is two totally different things. We done said that. It's different. You gotta keep pushing. And when you go through this time of crushing, repositioning yourself, using your instincts. You know, you you become a new person. You're a different person from when you started that journey. 
before you got that revelation to turn to God, before you, you know, maneuvered how you needed to cut off who you needed to put that two weeks notice in that you've been dreading. Like it's, you're a different person, a new creation. And you don't have to try to hold on to, and don't feel guilty. Please don't feel guilty about being a new creation. You're not meant to please others. You're here to do your very best and give glory to God and all that you do. That is why you're here. But when you you go through this metamorphosis, you embrace it, that you're a new person, and you walk a new path, you don't do the same shit that you did the last time. That's not that's not new. That's that's being redundant. You are to if you're gonna pivot, then pivot. Don't go back. Yeah, certain things you can implement at different times, but if you're on a newly venturing path, if you're going into this new creation and you want to get a different result, then you don't need to go back and try something that you just, it didn't work. I almost said you failed at, but it just didn't work and you're supposed to learn from it. So press on. Be that new creation. Having survived and thrived in the crushing and fermentation, we can now hear the heavy locks of the eternal doors to his present release. His presence release. Because on the other side of that thick veil stands the almighty God who wishes an audience with us even more than we do with him. We've said it before. God puts you through this for his own doing. Like, it's it's for his glory. Not for yours. It's for him. And after you go through all of this and you become that new creation, you see, you know, why God brought you through it. You hear those, that that metaphor of the, heaven, the eternal locks. There is no longer a barrier between you and God. And there never was one. You just had to realize it. Never was a disconnect. Jesus paid that. Now it was time for you to believe and walk in it and embrace him as he's been waiting to do. God love us so much, man. God love us so much because again, if if he wanted, if, and again, pronouns, but if he wanted to, all of this, all of this could have been gone a long time ago. Things could have been way worse than what they are. But he's been so merciful. He's been so good to us. And we we take it for granted. We do, we do, we do. But he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't mind, but his love for us overshadows that. It, it trumps what would be a short temper and cut off and I don't need you. That's what we do. When somebody you shun us and don't give us what we feel like we're due, we're quick to cut them off. We're quick to go ahead and, you know what, bye. What bye? Like, that, that's what, that's what think, that's what how humanity is. But God, Jesus, was ever so forgiving, still ever so forgiving. Still amazes me. You think about the crucifixion story. Jesus is forgiven. And he's on the cross. Lord forgive them. They do not know what they do. Blessing people on the cross that come to him in their last moments and his. 
love us so much. Plan it with a purpose. Sometimes, and this is a reminder, but sometimes we we forget that God is fully aware of our issues. He's aware of our times and our seasons. He knows exactly what's going on with you. God, how can you have forsaken me? <sighs> Got to change your perspective. It's not that he fors- forsaken you or forsook you, whatever the term is. He sent you through that storm for a reason. Use your faith as opposed to sharing. Shedding that fear, share your faith, man. Because when you ask them why you abandoned me, that means that you were scared. If you know that God is with you forever and ever and ever, can't nothing take him away from you, can't nothing tear you all apart, that is a peaceful thing. Mm -hmm. That is a peaceful thing. When you know that he has you where he needs you to be, you just got to weather the storm with him. Our days are numbered. They're few. They're numbered. And they are full of troubles. You are going to hit issues more than 70%. More than 70%. That's, That's what troubles and sin are in this world. And that's the generous number. It's really more than that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a whopping, whopping bit. And you know what? We're guilty. I'm guilty. I, I sometimes catch myself not giving God the deference that he's due. But then there's times when I do look and I sit and I reflect. And I, like I do before every episode, I thank God, like... Thank you for having me where you got me. And that's the prayer you got to have. Thank you for having... Lord, thank you for having me where you got me. Because you've had me in much worse predicaments. My dad was checking in with me the other day. I said, man, listen. Honestly, I have no complaints right now. Things have been worse. I'm in a good headspace, you know, doing what we do. And it's just like... It's... A matter of knowing, like, God got me where he need me to be. It's something that I'm supposed to learn right now, in this moment. Whether it's to share with you all, <coughs> teach myself, and of course, when the time comes, share, learn, teach, my, teach my family. But I just thank God. He got me where he want me to be. I'm playing it with the purpose. Of course, you think of that and you can think about moving. You can think about relocating wherever. Okay, wherever God has ordained you to be and you set roots, that's where you're planted. I don't care how many pots you put that plant in. Root it, plant it. It's still still there, but it's moving areas. But it's planted with a purpose. And sometimes you need a bigger pot. You might just need to be planting in the ground so you could just have free reign. It's, it, it all depends. 
I'm where I need to be. I, I, I'm more certain now than ever. I mean, of course, I used to, I had plans and dreams of moving away, but I mean, it's not that it's dreams deferred. It's just that I feel like, again, it just wasn't what I was supposed to do. And I love to be in, I love Savannah. Savannah is everything. Like, you might say what you will. Savannah is that shit. Like, you can't, you, you can't in good conscience say otherwise. But anyway, plan it with a purpose. You're going to press on. You're going to be that new creation. And when you do, you will receive and embrace the love and affection and guidance and, and everything that God has to offer you. When you believe because believe this he's never going to leave you nor is he going to forsake you just because you think it's true don't mean it's true just because you feel like he did don't mean he did your perspective your opinion that's just what it is it's an opinion that don't mean it's it's fact it's just how you feel in the matter the fact of the matter is God has never forsaken you he's keeping you day in day out by and by but it's the decisions that we make, and we've spoken on that. It's the decisions that we make that put us in the predicaments that we're in, good or bad. And it's all for a purpose. Now, like I said, this isn't a thick book. It's not a. It's not a. It's not an extensive book. So I didn't want to give a lot, just to expound a little bit on you know what. A little bit as in a bit, but just really that plan it with a purpose because it could be whatever you want it to be. But the book itself, again, was a grand reminder for me of what we just spoke on and, and, and more. So if you haven't tapped into it, if you haven't listened to it, if you haven't, you know, it's being exposed to it, here you are. Here you are. I said it early in the in the podcast after you hear it you're no longer ignorant so there's no longer an excuse you have you have every opportunity to go read this book if you feeling like you out of sorts if you feeling like you ain't where you supposed to be if you feel like like i say if you feel like god forgot you go get this book if you want to hold it i'll let you but get into it and this is a very much a homily of an episode. This is a very short episode. This is probably the shortest episode I will ever do. Because what I want you to do after you hear this, for real, go run back. Reposition Yourself by T.D. Jakes. That book got that episode that just dropped. Get ready for it. Like I, I implore you, please go go back and listen to that. This is a this is a hump. This is just something to think about. I really Again, it's, I thought about having this conversation when Yaya was here, but I was like, nah, that's just, it's just how the, how the chips fell. But, huh? This that book. This is that small but powerful text that you really need to read. All right. So, everyone, I thank you again. Thank you for coming through, catching the vibes, and being enlightened through literature. This is the O2Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. And until we meet again on Monday, stay lit.